Guys, people, on today's show, we celebrate the podcast being three years old. That's right, 36 months and counting. We are a toddler walking and talking and having a good time. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that a little bit in the beginning of the show. And then I go into a song that I just created in the middle of the show. Right before we have our special guest, Angel Wynn from the Wynn Network. She is a director, film editor. She says, Jesus first, then coffee, photographer. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. We are three years old today, October 10th, 2021. You may be listening to this episode on any given day. Maybe we're a year later and you're a new listener. And I told you to start from the beginning and You started from the beginning and find yourself here at episode 140, which is our third year anniversary. Please, please, let's, hey, can we get some claps or something? It's just me in the studio right now. Let me clap for myself. Slow clap. Man, I'm so excited to be able to say we three years into this thing. So today, Again, I told y'all we don't have anything necessarily special like set aside for like the three years. I just want to talk a little bit, do a little bit of reflecting. And then we have an interview that we're going to jump into because I felt like, you know what? It's awkward when you try to make something too big of a deal. So we'll make a little bit of a big deal out of it. I'll share a few thoughts, but then we'll jump into an interview that I think is going to bless you. Um, Everyone enjoys interviews. So what can I say? Three years into this podcast game, um, here's a couple things. First, I want to say thank you to every single person who has ever taken, mm, all right, I don't want to say less than five minutes, because if you only listen for five minutes, that's kind of ridiculous. All right, anyone who's ever listened to one full episode, I want to say thank you. If you listen to less than one full episode, I want to say you irritate me. Um, no, I love you. I thank you, um, excuse me, for everybody who's listening. You know, I'm getting choked up in here. Um, not really, but you know, sounded good. I'm just appreciative is the point, you know, because you don't have to listen to me. It's a million podcasts out there. Everyone has a podcast. My grandma probably got a podcast that I don't know about. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a YouTube channel and influencers. And I just want to thank the people who have taken the time to rock with Inspire Guys people. Um, Y'all have made this just an amazing run, and I'm looking forward to, like, continuing to go. But, um, you know, I like to reflect during this time, and um, a couple things come to mind, man. Um, People, and I've shouted people out before. I don't want to get to shouting people out because I feel like once you do that, you just start, you miss people. And all those things. So you know who you are out there. 
to the people who have listened to every single episode, who have emailed me and told me, and some people have told me in person, some friends, some family, some just listeners that I never met before a day in my life, you are the platinum members of Inspire God's people. Um, man, like I'm, I'm trying not to get emotional, y'all. It just means so much that people will give you the time to listen. So to you who've listened to every single episode, I want you to know that um, you warm my heart, man. Like, it's just, what can I say? I can almost cry um, that you would support me at that level. And not even just about supporting me, that you would be getting this much out of the show. So all the rest of y'all, you got some work to do, okay? If you haven't heard every episode, uh, actually email me, jermainewilsonmusic at gmail.com, and let me know why. What is your excuse? I need to hear it. To everybody, I'm joking. To everybody who's ever given this show a rating on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Spotify, if you're giving it four or five stars and you've taken the time to write a note, I appreciate you. I get emails every week. I get DMs and Instagram mostly, some on Facebook, um, from people who give testimonies about what the show has done for them and what it's meant to them. I want to say thank you for taking the time to actually um, type a letter or a note that I typically take about two to three weeks to get back to you on because I'm super busy and I love you and I apologize for the delay. But I appreciate you because you helped make this show what it is. To everyone who is a part of the Inspire Guys People text community, um, you took the time to call to text that number and sign up and you haven't opted out. I appreciate you. Um, if you listen listening now, for, oh, for everyone who's ever come on the show as a guest, you know, um, the show sometimes is only as good as the things you say. It's not about me, um, but when you come on here and share your stories, I appreciate you. There's been some life-changing stories that I advise you, if you haven't listened to them, to scroll through um, the list of shows and check them out. Um, I want to thank my family, my wife, um, my friends, Lavelle, um, Latoya, I'll single them out as like hosts and guests on the show because they're the people who have been here multiple times. I appreciate y'all. Every time I've um, asked y'all to, to jump on the show and, and come, you know, talk about a topic, you've always been there and uh, hopefully you'll continue to be there because um, I need you again. But uh, thank you. All right. I think I have poured it all out and I'm sure I missed something or someone. So if I missed you, that's why I didn't want to get to naming names. I love you. And thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Um, what I will say is that um, last month, right? So we've been doing this for three years. We have, um, I, and I'll be real with y'all. I don't know how, <laughs> but this show has continued to grow, man. And like we do really well, especially in this day and age to just be audio and not even video yet. And that's something I'm looking to do in 2022, Lord willing. To be just audio and not having even grown the brand and unlocked it in the way that I'm envisioning, we have continued to grow um, month over month, um, continue to reach more countries. I thank you. Believe it or not, last month, September 2021, was the most listened to month in Inspire God's People history. And we have had some good months. So like... I, like, that is crazy to me because I don't always look at those numbers. I was looking at them last week and I'm like, wow, so this is our, this has been our best month ever. And we've had some crazy months. You know how hard it is to keep growing the show? So yeah, man, um, 
I don't want to waste too much time, but I just want y'all to know that it means a lot to me that you would be here. Um, I pray that you continue to get something out of the show. You know, that's going to happen today. You're going to get something out of this today. I also just want to say, man, please keep sharing the show. Keep telling people about it. I'm trying my best, my absolute best um, to make this about you, God's people, and truly guiding you to your purpose. And that to me is the win because I put it like this. All right, let's give a quick Bible study. Story, not study. In a story where we talk about Jesus feeding the 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread, there's a person that's overlooked in that story, and I think me and Lavelle talked about it on one episode in the past, but you never hear about the little boy who gave his lunch. Those two fish and five loaves came from somewhere. There was a little boy who gave his lunch to Jesus. What's the significance there? The significant is, see, I can talk. The significant is, the significance is that there are so many times in life that we strive and go to be viral. We want to be the most known. We want our name and lights, and we, we hide it behind the fact that we're saying we want to give God glory, but what we really want is we want to be the star. We really want to be on the front of the stage. Look, I could be guilty of that. We are all probably guilty of that at some point. What I will say is that what the Lord has really grown me to through this show being a, is being a guide and being okay with being a guide. That's why it's very intentional guiding you, balancing faith and business to guide you to your purpose. This purpose for me, this show, my purpose being to inspire God's people has shown me that I'm the guide and it's okay accepting a call as a guide. And what does that mean? The person who gives directions doesn't always get credit for the destination being reached. The little boy who gave his lunch to Jesus, we never talk about him when we talk about the, the people being fed with the two fish and the five loaves. But if you take away his contribution, you will see how important it was to the rest of the story. What is my point? Through this show, I have tried to show you, and I will continue to try to show you, continue to try to be committed to the fact that I'm just trying to give my lunch to Jesus. Like, I'm literally just saying, you know what? I know it's a lot of, y'all know how hard it was, real quick, last year, to stay focused on the topics that I felt like led, that God wanted me to talk through? And not just jump on all the race topics and the politics and just easily jump into that stuff. Because those things are the things that people were clicking last year. We kept it all about giving our lunch to Jesus. It was like, yo, don't matter if, if I get a million views or a million listens or whatever. I just want to give my lunch to Jesus. And my goal with even sharing that is that you would be encouraged to know that it may not always be about you. You might just be the person that, that God used to give someone directions to guide them. You don't have to take all the credit. You will be rewarded direct from God. See, God sees the things that we do in private. And sometimes we only talk about that with the negative things, like God going to bring the darkness to light. Yeah. But sometimes we do the right thing in the dark. <laughs> sometimes we do the right thing when nobody's looking. And God is going to bless those things too. So if you're a person out there and you feel like 
you've been giving your all and you've been overlooked and you can't seem to find your way. You trying to figure it out. You the person that I make this show for. I create this content for people just like you because you just like me. And sometimes it's just about us growing to understand what the true call is that God has on our life. Give your lunch to Jesus and let him do the work. Give your lunch to Jesus and let him do his work. Give your lunch to Jesus and let him feed his church. Give it all to Jesus and let him lead the way. But he can't lead the way if we get in the way. Guys, people, are you willing to give your lunch to Jesus, man? Like, to really let him take it. You know what I'm saying? And like, look, I was watching the fight last night, the uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, right? And it, I'm not going to front, bro. Like, it was kind of, uh, it was rough for me because I legit felt bad for Wilder, right? Because it just ain't nothing he could do with my man. Like, my man is just a beast. But I was thinking, like, after the fight. And I'm like, you know what? The crazy thing is, this failure could be worth more to Wilder than any success he could have ever had in his life. And this is where, like, you know, as I'm thinking about the idea of giving it to Jesus, right? Sometimes we hold on to the worst parts of ourselves. Like, the things that is so, like, we... Uh, this is tough because, like, if we being honest, sometimes we feel like, Lord, like, I know you died on the cross for my sins, but I can't get this to you because not even what you did is enough for, for this, for what I'm going through. And that's where we highlight our problems and our situations. But, like, watching that fight, like, I legit afterwards was like, man, you know what? My man find himself in a place. We're like, you could be the baddest dude on the planet. You knocking everybody out. And you get to a place where, like, no matter how hard you try three times in a row, you can't do it. And sometimes, y'all, when you get to that point in life where a lot of us, if not all of us, have been, where whether you have some failures or some regrets or sometimes that you have literally fallen on your face and you feel ashamed and you feel like, yo, it ain't. Ah, uh, no, God, not like this one. Yeah, I can't get this one to you because not even you could do something with that. Like, I'm just here to tell y'all today, man. And I'm hoping to continue to inspire you through this show that if you just give it to Jesus, that's all we trying to do, man. It's like, Lord, I trust you with it. Whatever you want to do with the platform, whatever you want to do, however you want to lead, I trust you. I'm just telling y'all, man, for me, it's like, I trust God would inspire God's people. It's his people. Y'all, his people. Y'all not my people. And sometimes that's where we lose track. We literally think that it's us. It's my platform. I'm the influencer. I'm this. And it's like, nah, man. We got to just give it to Jesus. 
And I think that's important, more important than ever in this day and age. And sometimes when you find yourself flat on your face, been knocked down, get back up again, get knocked down again, the beauty of it is the only, the only one you can turn to. And I, I, uh, I hate for it to be like that, but I've been there too. Whereas like God have to literally let you get knocked down until you realize that you can't do this. It's a, it's, everybody has that one that it's like, I, I can't overcome this giant without you. Give your lunch to Jesus, man. Now let's keep it moving. Let me interview you. Here's what we gon' do. You gon' talk to me and I'm gon' talk to you. Maybe on the phone or possibly in person. Either way it goes, we gon' be talking purpose. God's people, what's up? I am joined today um, by a young lady that I'm just getting to meet. I came across her Instagram page recently and I reached out to her because I thought she did some cool things in the kingdom. Her name is Angel Wynn. Angel, how are you doing today? Hey, I am good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for um, being willing to jump on the show. And you were super responsive. First of all, I just want to take a second <laughs> to shout out Angel. If, if more people were like Angel, no, uh, no shade to the uh, other people, the other tons of uh <laughs> people oh who have joined the show gosh. as guests but uh you know angel i appreciate you you know how hard it is oh. sometimes to get people and i know though like these days a lot of time it's easy to come off like spam so i yeah. try my best to come off like a real person <laughs> real person you know how hard yeah. that is though <laughs> like i'm like i'm trying to sound like a person right now but oh. i'm really you know it's yeah it, we live in a and, um Ma'am, I, I don't oh know. Hopefully gosh. you never really, I don't know how often you have to deal with spammers, but I literally get, you know, they texting us now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so what do you, do you respond or you just let it go? Like, have they ever got you? Like, how, how do you deal with spammers? Yeah, I just, I read it and then I don't um, accept it so they can't see I read it. Okay. Telling see. my secrets. But like yeah, that. your message was very legit. And then I, of course, I go through the Instagram and see how legit. They the are, person. and I saw we had mutual followers. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to lie to you. I get a lot of emails and stuff, and like I even get emails from people like trying to come on the show. And it is really oh, challenging yeah. because like it's easy to come off fake. And I think maybe this mm. is just a shout out, like some advice to everybody out there as you're trying to like make business connections and things like that. Mm. Just be genuine, mm. don't be too salesy. Cause yeah. the more you trying to sell me something, the more weird it comes off. Like mm. I didn't promise you nothing. You know, it's like people be promising stuff like, Hey, I promise <laughs> you. I know like, I'm good. So anyway, I'm um, sorry to take, you know, those couple minutes for something completely random, but um, Angel, I am looking forward to um, learning a little bit about you. Um, looking at your Instagram bio. The first thing that stood out was Jesus first, then coffee. No. Um, that was uh, pretty interesting, but at least Jesus is before the coffee. So I want to yes. uh, shout you out for that. But no, let's like, look, you're a director and film editor, photographer, program coordinator for the wind network. So today I want to just learn a little bit about, you know, you and your path and faith in business and, you know, what mm -hmm. made you go down this path. But if we could just start, you know, especially since I don't know you, um, mm -hmm. who is Angel Wynn? Who, you know, was Angel growing up? I just want to want you to unpack a little bit about like 
How did you get to this path to do the things that you're doing today? You know, what was your reputation, reputation back in school? Anything you want to share, whatever you want to share, whatever you don't, let it, just let us know a little bit more about you. Awesome. Okay, well, um, I'm Angel Wynn. Um, uh, in the industry, I'm also known as Angelique Wynn. So if you see any credits um, in different films and stuff like that, I just go by Angel. Um, but, you Got know, it. growing up, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, growing up, I was I, I was always very creative. Um, I had my hands in so many different things, whether it was baking or home decor, um, just anything that had to do with creativity, I was drawn to it. Um, in fourth grade, I, um, me and my family, my siblings, I am um, one of eight. So there's four boys and four girls. Um, we were all in public school, and then when I was in fourth grade, we all went homeschooled, and that's when my creativity struck even more. And um, I remember I made some like plant. I don't know. I was I was into gardening as well, and I remember presenting this plant that I grew to my father, and he looked at it and he looked at me, and he said, "We're not going to let you just." Um, go to waste. We're going to put your creativity to work and we're going to um, flourish it. Wow. Um, my father is a is a uh, strong believer of pouring into your gifts. Um, uh, he would tell us that when each of us were born, he would give us back to God. And there was wow. a time where he laid all of us out and he was praying for all of us. And um, he started praying for the gifts in all of us. And I believe that's when all of it really started developing. Um, so we're all very music, uh, musically inclined. Um, whether we're all in the industry in some way, whether it is film, um, photography, um, engineering, whatever it may be, um, we're all very um, hands-on. So I remember that kind of put some type of worth in me hearing someone say that, especially your father telling you that. Um, uh, so from then on, I um, began to have a love for photography. And I remember um, one of my favorite photographers, um, Jasmine Starr, she said, if you want to become a photographer, you have to um, learn your equipment first, learn it from the back of your hand. Um, so that if anything happens, if you're in a, a scenario where the lighting is horrible or you have to hurry up and make quick adjustments, you'll be ready. So I did just that. I got my first camera, a Canon T3i. I learned it from the back of my hand and I used that to the ground. Okay. <laughs> I, <love laughs> I was it. booking appointments, <laughs> weddings, all this stuff, uh, graduation, just headshot, whatever. I was using that thing, um, and I did that for a while. And um, do you want me to pause, or you want me to keep going because yeah, the story don't end? Okay, no, no, I got you. All right, yeah, I, I wanted you to get it out so like we can't. Okay. I, I do have a couple, so when you okay. like, look, you feel free to go as much as you um, as you okay. much as you want to. But since you asked, I will ask a couple yeah. follow up questions. Um, I think you said some cool things. So like, first of all, um, you know, you're one of eight. I know you probably mm -hmm. were expecting me to react to that. Cause I'm sure most people do, but I'm one of nine. So, um, yeah. So you see what okay. I'm saying? So it, you don't get that too often. Right. Um, yeah. I tell people I'm the oldest of nine. They like, they go crazy. Wow. Um, 
So, but I think that's cool. I I don't know why it's like some weird type of like fraternity or club or something for me. When I hear people, if you got more than six siblings, I literally feel like, all right, we cousins now. Like, like, can't too many people relate to that. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing there. Um, But Mm -hmm. what I really love and what like piqued my interest is you you talked about homeschooling, enhancing Mm -hmm. your creativity. I don't know if you can maybe like say a little more about that, because I know that Mm -hmm. a lot of times there's probably the assumption that um, or I've heard like people try to make the argument like, oh, you know, kids who are homeschooled, they're going to have social issues or things Mm -hmm. like that. But I hear people talk about homeschooling who've experienced it and they actually have mm-hmm. quite the opposite, you know, opinion. So can you talk a little bit about just unpeel that just a little bit about why did homeschooling enhance your creativity? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I personally um, had a problem staying still in school because um, I always wanted to do something always I loved art so um, anytime that subject came on I was more focused but having the freedom because um, uh, the school we went to was a Becca Academy when we were, were homeschooled so they give you the freedom to still um, explore your creative gifts whether it is music or art and for me personally I would always skip to that subject I know you're not supposed to I would skip math, uh, history, all of that stuff. <laughs> and I would mad. really focus, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm at home. I could do it. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Um, so I would really rush to that. And if I see something, I loved um, Disney Channel, loved watching TV. <laughs> so whatever I saw, I would try to, uh, I had the time to, and the uh, the isolation to really um, focus on those things. I guess I put my focus in the right place um, yeah. being homeschooled rather than saying, oh, woe is me. I'm not with a bunch of classmates. I'm, you know, I, I wasn't really focused on that. I was young and I just wanted to have fun. So creativity was fun to me. So um, I did that. And then, like I said, having a father that would pour into those things. Um, at the time, I really loved baking. So he would come home and bring baking supplies and I would make cupcakes, cookies or whatever. And I would um, just like watch PBS and um, <laughs> see just the different creative shows that were on and uh, like Zoom, is it Zoom? That that would um, have like different crafts, skills that you can watch and do at home. So I would do that. Um, yeah, cool. I just put my focus on it. Yeah, you know what I like about that? It, it sounds like, you know, you had the opportunity to have a customized schooling experience. and. I think sometimes we overlook that because when you do throw, um, you know, uh, 50 students, 30 students in a class Mm. and there's just one way that you're teaching everyone, sometimes it's like, okay, you got 30 different personalities, but you're teaching them all the same way. Um, And we don't Mm -hmm. realize how challenging I could tell you. And I I did, you know, I did mostly fairly well in school, especially in the early, you know, through, um, you know, elementary, middle school. Um, mm-hmm. I was always a pretty good su- student in high school. I slipped off cause I was being silly. Um, and then I picked it up like <laughs> in 11th grade and did really well. Um, same mm-hmm. thing in college started off really good, then went really bad and then start ended mm-hmm. my last couple years of college. Great. My point with right. that is, is that I always found myself at different stages in school feeling like, mm-hmm. like in certain classes, like, look, I don't test well like this. Like I'm not a good mm-hmm. multiple choice tester. Like, 
because me. it seems like versus trying to teach me, you're trying to make me get it wrong. Like, and it's like, ooh, you know. So anyway, we're the I, opposite then, because yeah, I'm oh, like, yes. Okay, okay. So you, so I you do well choose. with multiple choice. C C A B A C. Um, yeah, that's funny. All right, so here's the other thing, Angel. You talked about um this camera. Now you said something, and I yeah. love when people come on the show. <laughs> And they like they get in the bag of the show without even realizing it. So I have mm. this framework called how to be inspired. And that is what I do. I believe like mostly everything for me goes through this framework. And it's really mm -hmm. just five steps. Learn, plan, do slash create, become mm. be. To me, that is the steps. Those are the steps you take to to find your purpose. Wow. You said the first thing you did when it came mm -hmm. to photography is you learned that camera that blessed me. Yeah. Um, can you just uh -huh. talk about maybe the importance of like, or here's what I think people want to get into things and they want to ex excel mm -hmm. really fast. They want success like tomorrow. What mm -hmm. was the value for you in really just taking that time and embracing it with that first camera? And how long did you have that first camera? Cause you said you wore mm -hmm. it out before you even got the second one. Yeah. Um, I think um, the funny part is I learned the camera that I wanted, so I didn't even have it yet. Oh, wow. I just had the faith. Um, I said, God, I want to do photography. I, I really am passionate about it. I would watch so many videos of just incredible photographers just at work behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and I came across that video of Jasmine Starr saying, learn your equipment first. So I was looking around at what camera I would want. And I said, Oh, okay, this one seems nice. There's nice features. Let's, let's read about it. Um, so I, I studied it, which is very interesting because I'm not the type to really like to study, <laughs> but I, I studied all the features. Um, and that gave me almost like a blueprint of knowing how to tackle um, any situation when I had my hands on one. So for about two weeks, I read about it, looked at so many videos, and randomly, um, this nice lady came to me and uh, we were at this conference and um, she was like, hey, we should get pictures of, you know, this event. And I was like, yeah, that'll be fun. And she had the camera that I was studying no way. and she was like, do you know how to use it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> wow. And she was like, you can, you can use it and take pictures. And I was like, okay, thank you. So I took the pictures and at the end of the event, she was going through them and she was like, you're really good. You know, do you want it? I said, want what? <laughs> wow. She said, do you want the camera? I said, no, like I can't do that. That's yours. Like, how do you just take that? And she said, just, just have it. Um, and then side note, two years later, she became my sister. So that camera was an investment <laughs> for her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, so it really, it's, um, wait, my, did you say two years later, she became your assistant? <laughs> my sister. Oh, your sister. I'm like, wow. Okay. Like, so y'all are, man. Okay. That yeah. That's okay, Angel. Hold on, like that right there. You got to understand, like from the outside look, looking in. Listen, see, mm -hmm. I knew you were gonna bless us on that. I, this is oh. just God. Just has a way of doing stuff. Look, you don't understand oh. how much a person can get from that, because mm -hmm. what I really took from what you just explained was 
You have to become before you Mm. can be. And Mm. so many of us want to be something, but we're Mm. not willing to become it first. And what you did by studying a camera that you did not have, Mm. that is like, that just blesses me. I just need you to know that that blesses me because God saw that. And that's this we don't understand Mm. about the Lord. Like when he sees that faithfulness, he is mm. going to bless your faithfulness. Mm. And oh man, that's why the Bible says, you know, not to be weary and well doing because mm. the Lord just has a yeah. way of seeing those things. So, all right. So this girl or this lady that gives you this camera mm-hmm. is now your sister. <laughs> and um, do you, do you want to tell her, are we able to know like how, did, how is she your sister? How did this come about? Like, how did it grow or develop from there? Yeah, well, it turns out um, my brother, uh, that she married she oh. they were like high school sweethearts they loved each other so <laughs> wow. but we didn't know and then um yeah then they got married and so she's literally your si- okay i yeah. thought it was like figurative so this man you s- no. <laughs> you know what that i know she feels so good she could just be part of the story all the time that's so, that's so dope yeah. so so you learn you learn this camera so you you obviously mm-hmm. you know kind of you're good at something but you put in a lot of time and i think people don't mm-hmm. realize like that's the beauty of like youtube and things right now you can really yeah. just study something um and yeah. put effort into it so how did you go from kind of photography which i know you're still doing mm-hmm. now into mm-hmm. you know film directing and things like that like what was the development yeah. in that gift from the photography yeah so um the cool thing is by studying the camera i learned that there was options to film in that camera as well so it wasn't just for photography you can um you can make videos different stuff like that and like i said growing up i really enjoyed um, watching tv i would almost study that as well how different shots were made or angles different things that they would do like that um few years later um so i would say like three years into photography um my father he is um backstory on him he's a pastor um he's a leader he is a um a business owner he's also a producer um at the time this was five years ago um we weren't really operating in all of the the gifts and uh, abilities that we had um my father's background is he has 20 years in entertainment um he was on the word network and um he also has um uh eight sisters and they had um different records that were playing in the the 80s um so he's he's done so much in the industry but at this time it's like everything seemed to just stop and one day he was driving to church and i can remember i was in the back seat um he says that he uh, that god said to him i gave you media and you've done nothing with it um and from my point of view he just starts crying i didn't know why he was crying until he explained so i'm like oh man um so the next day um, after he yielded himself back to god with the media it's like all right god we've been doing church we've been doing um business we've been doing all this stuff but if media is where you also want me then then uh what do you have for me the next day an opportunity opened up to um have a digital distribution company and that is the Win Network. 
Um, so my dad came to me and my sister, Farah, and he said, there's an opportunity for us to have a company um, like a Netflix. You can watch movies and TV shows uh, for free on there, but I need you to learn it, um, develop it, figure it out, and let's make it happen. Wow. We looked at each other and we were like, okay. And this is the same thing as learning that camera. Now I have to learn a whole software um, for developing um, and putting movies on a platform. Um, so we did it somehow. We figured it out. It was a lot of work, a lot of um, time, um, sleepless nights trying to figure it out. Um, but then five years later, we have that platform. You can watch movies for free. You can um, just go binge watch stuff. Um, it's it's on every platform, whether it's on your phone or your TV, smart TV, whatever. Um, the Win Network. Yes, sir. The Win Network. Okay, yeah, we got to make sure we add that. I'll add that in the description of the show, so anybody I think is spelled nice. uh, Win as W Y N N. So mm -hmm. the Win Network. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out um, today myself. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, uh, and started from that, and now we're in over 380 million homes worldwide. Um, we do. Uh, we have TV shows and um, movies on there uh, uh, distributed, as well as we do um, um, production. So that was the front end, um, which is, you know, the distribution. That just means distributed through TVs and um, different platforms. Now, the production side, I became a director and an editor by um, one of uh, when the when the win network started there was people that wanted to get on the platform and have a talk show but they didn't have a talk show so right. um my dad looked at me and said you think you could figure it out and i was like uh sure <laughs> so i took my little old camera okay <laughs> <laughs> and i um filmed it um it was a little a little rough because it was a one camera dslr but honey, I made that thing look good. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and yeah, it went from there to um, now doing just different cooking shows, reality shows, um, feature films. Um, yeah, it all start. Everything started somewhere. Started small, and developed. I think that's so dope. Like, I mean, shout out to y'all. Number one, um, it sounds like your father is just a great guy a great man um, to oh, kind of lead and guide and direct his children. And, you know, yeah. I think in the world today, that's something that we overlook, right? And um, yeah. we overlook the value and importance uh, of a father. So I always appreciate it mm -hmm. when I hear those type of things um, where, where there definitely are still some good godly men out there yeah. um, doing it the Lord's way. It doesn't mean that, you know, people always get it a hundred percent right, but, um, just in hearing you organically talk through your story, I can hear how much of an influence that he was mm -hmm. all the way back, you know, when he was um, when you were in homeschool. So that's that's really yeah. cool. Um, now, I saw on Instagram what it what looks mm -hmm. like um, you are directing a film that either is he in it or was he on set? I just saw one of your yeah. captions like, um, you know, it was great to work with your dad. So can you tell us a little yeah. bit about the project um, that's yes. coming? Cool. So, yeah. So um, this is actually um, my father's third film. Um, and it's the um, third film that I will be editing, but it's the second film 
that I'm directing. Nice. Um, on, on the first one, or yeah, the first one I was directing, I was the assistant director in this one. I'm hands-on. Um, so it's called John Wins One Hour, and John Wynn is my father. And um, it's, it's a really cool um, film concept. It's a sci-fi um, uh, adventure type of film. It's based off of um, my father. Um, his dad passed away when he was 15 years old, when my dad was 15. Um, but my grandfather was an incredible uh, man. He was the first African-American on the governor's cabinet oh, in wow. um, Reno, Nevada. He was also the first African-American on television in Reno, Nevada. Um, he was it. very influential and he would uh, he was such a people's person. He would um, fight for the people, um, whether it was their rights, uh, whether it was for housing, um, whatever it may be. He was he was always for the people and he was also um, a reverend. Um, so this film is based off of uh, one day my dad had a dream that an angel came to him and said, um, you can have one hour to go back and talk to your father. Man. One hour. and uh, the angel just kept saying that. And he was like, well, what would I say? Um, uh, what do you mean? Like one hour. And um, he woke up crying to the fact that, man, what what if I actually had that, you know, that possibility or what if that actually happened in like a movie or something? So two years ago, he came up with that concept. Um, and um, the twist on the movie is um, uh the the character playing my dad um, has one hour to talk to his father, but he can't tell him that it's the hour before his death. So wow. you're going on this whole journey trying to get to, uh, he goes back to the past when he was 15 years old. He's trying to find his father and you get to see the obstacles and um, just the funny and the, um, the crazy things that happen if you were able to go back to um your past and be able to talk to your dad. I love so, that storyline. Yeah. That is like, that's yeah. a real dope storyline. <laughs> and this will be, yeah. I'm assuming, I think it comes out in 2022, but I'm assuming this yes. will be on the Win network. So that's how we'll be able to find it. Yes. Um, it will be released spring 2022. Um, it would also be distributed on other platforms as well. Um, I'm not sure just as yet, um, but yeah. And the premiere will be um, in 2022 as well. Nice. Well, I'm definitely following you on Instagram. So I encourage the listeners out there to follow at angel underscore win. Um, so we can stay up to date, um, on what you guys have coming. Now that's really cool. And it sounds like, right. Like it sounds like your grandfather in in just 15 years of your father's life, uh, Mm -hmm. had a huge impact on him. And to me, like what I hear from that is legacy, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, a lot of the things that a lot of times we want to chase things for the wrong reasons, but the beauty in the gifts that the Lord gives us is really, mm. in my opinion, so much about legacy and so mm. much about what you can oh, leave behind. Good. Um, that's good. And also what you could take that was left behind for you, right? So you, it's almost like y'all are honoring mm. your grandfather through yeah. the work that your father is doing and you guys taking mm. that mantle, it'll just continue to go. No, no, thanks for sharing that. Now, mm. Angel, so you know, I was looking at your IG. You're a a fairly young woman, right? I mean, yeah. I, I thought I saw something that said this was your Jordan year. Um, so since you put it out there, I, I only tell people business that they already made public. So that's a rule that I have. Um, oh, 
I just want to know a little bit because, I mean, you have a I don't know if you're known in your family as like a, a mature, you know, old soul mm-hmm. type, but you definitely, um, you know, come off that way um, like mm-hmm. you like you were about your business. And I think that's a great mm-hmm. thing. Um, can you tell me a little bit about like maybe some of the, are there any challenges like what are the pros and cons of being young? Right. And being mm-hmm. a director, like, I mean, you're directing a film. Um, yeah. You come up in, under good stock. So I'm assuming you sound like a leader. Um, mm. But are there any challenges or what? what's the good? What's the bad? Or or I don't like to say bad, but what are the challenges yeah. um, that you kind of, you know, face being that young and, and doing mm-hmm. what you do? Um, well, the thing is, I, I believe I've been pretty blessed um, to be able to work with the cast and crew that I've uh, been able to work with this far. Um, I know that the crew, I think on my Instagram, there's a picture with me and the DP. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our third film together. So we've developed a, a friendship um, to where um, he respects me. I respect him. He respects um, my creative eye because he's seen what I can do. Um, and I think um, when when people can see what you're capable of, there's a different type of respect and yielding that they have towards you um, rather than you just saying all this stuff. Oh, do this shot or talk like this or whatever. And it's just kind of like, honey, you just saying <laughs> words that you don't even know. You know what I mean? So it's like I have things that back up. I have credits that back up um, uh, what I'm saying. But yeah, I don't I don't really have too many challenges. I am a people's person. So directing was um, fairly not easy, but just easier by having just the ability to to communicate and talk um, to someone, um, even when if there is someone having a little little pity party on set, you know, there's there's an approach, there's a way to talk to them to be able to bring them out. Or um, if they're having a problem going deeper into the character and, and embodying an emotion that we need to see on screen, um, I have the ability to take them deeper um, as well. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I think um, one, one thing I know on my first film um, with the DP, uh, my brother told me um, that the only way that this movie is going to come out because my father is the producers um, and um, one of the writers of these films. So he told me the only way this film is going to work is if you see every shot. And on the first film, I wasn't uh, written down as the director, as the editor or anything. I was just the production assistant. And I was like, how is that going to work? How am I going to see every shot? Um, And the DP, for those that don't know, is just the director of photography. So he handles um, all of the camera work. He manages the camera crew. Um, and day one of filming, we were filming at this big church, uh, Apostle Ron Hill, Love and Unity in Los Angeles. Um, I saw that he was a DP. Uh, we got in the elevator just meeting him <laughs> while he's loading equipment. And I looked at him and I said, God, what do I say? How do I become his friend? How do I get close? And I said to him, hey, um, have you heard about all the stuff that's been going on with the butter? And he said, the butter? What are you talking about? It's like, you don't know what's been going on with butter. And he was like, no, I, I don't. And I said, oh, I'm not going to spread it. Um, and that, <laughs> um, that, 
Uh, I love it. I love it. The joke I needed. Hey, that, that opened like, the door. And right? listen, sometimes you just, you know what I love about that for real? Like sometimes you yeah. got to just throw yourself out there. I'm telling you, like yeah. sometimes the best things happen when you just willing to be the first person to talk. Mm, so many yeah. times we walk around and we're like, well, I ain't saying nothing until they say something. Right. And it's like, right. all right, you going to, if you walk around with this mindset mm. of like this arrogant and prideful mindset, it's going to be real yeah. hard for God to bless you. I, I really do believe Ooh. that God really, um, blesses those who, and, and I know it doesn't mean you got to be an extrovert or something, but there's opportunities. And that's really what you, True. that elevator represented an opportunity. Like mm. I'm putting you mm. right here. No different than that opportunity right. you had with your now sister. It's like, I have yeah. you in this place. The question yeah. has been asked, what's your answer? You know what mm. I mean? And so many times we kind of like, we shy away from opportunity because we yeah. take it for granted and think like, it's going to always be there and it's not. Um, yeah. So you talked about like that was in LA. So tell me a little bit about like with, with you guys, is that where you do most of your shooting? Are you mostly shooting mm -hmm. in LA? I'm, I'm asking this question from the standpoint of like, mm -hmm. um, t uh, I guess curious where you guys find your actors yeah. and actresses at your cast. Um, yes. Do they come from all over? Is it typically, you know, wherever, whatever city you guys are shooting in or, can you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit of the behind the scenes about like, you know, filming and casting and how that goes? Yes, of course. Um, filming wise, we, the Wind Network has a studio in Tempe, Arizona. So um, when it comes to filming, we film here. Um, and in this, this movie that we just wrapped uh, last week, um, we filmed in studio and then also in Scottsdale, Arizona. We also film in um, Los Angeles. Um, we outsource actors. If you're good, we're booking you. Um, so that's from all over. Um, so there's no particular region. Um, but Got it. Yeah. So how would mm -hmm. an actor or actress get in touch with you guys? I mean, I'm sure there might be one or two listening. I don't, you know, I don't know if they're good or not, but if they, yeah. is, is it just a matter <laughs> of like reaching out to you now that you, you yeah. know, sharing your IG? Is that how somebody should connect you or, or reach, connect with you or, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, if they want to have their elevator moment, it's just like, Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I on. love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can connect with me. Um, I think that's the fastest way to do it. And then you'll be up to date. If there's any projects coming out, you can connect to me or the wind network, um, the actual platform. Um, and you'll see casting calls. Uh, we submit it to different platforms as well, like LA casting or backstage, um, just different um, um, places you would submit your um, auditions to or um, your resumes. Um, but yeah, if you connect with me, um, I got you. I'll remember your face before <laughs> I remember your name. And I that's important. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, you sound like me. I'm when I tell you I'm horrible with names, like I will literally feel so bad because I don't forget faces, but it's so weird yeah. because not only do I not forget faces, I think I remember faces that I never saw. So it's like sometimes oh I'm seeing God. people, I'm like, you know, do I know? Like, I'm supposed to know you. Um, yeah, I'm bad with names. I'm talking about I'll, I will search your Instagram or Facebook while I'm right with you. Like, OK, I know they like the post last week. So. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm bad. I'm sorry. I know that's bad. I shouldn't have said that, but it's, but it's the truth. Um, that's hilarious. No, Angel, this is this is great. Um, you know, do you? Um, I guess I want I want to give the floor to you to be able to kind of give any mm -hmm. last last words to like mm -hmm. people out there who 
are maybe trying to find their way or, or kind of like, they don't know, right? It, it sounds like mm-hmm. for you, there was a lot of natural and organic things happening, um, but it really mm-hmm. happened with you being poured into as a child, right? And unfortunately, mm-hmm. not everyone had that. So some people become an adult and they never have this feeling of like, mm-hmm. you know, doing something that matters. Or mm-hmm. I will say they're doing it for the wrong reasons because it's being presented to mm-hmm. them in the wrong way. What I hear mm-hmm. and what you're talking about, it's a lot of purpose behind what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. How would you um, advise anyone who is struggling to find that? Like, where should they start? Like, just at the most basic level to kind of find that thing that they love to do or is natural to who they are? Um, you know, what's your advice? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I would say that. Um, the story sounds seamless, but there was a lot of questioning uh, my purpose and my identity um, throughout the journey. Um, but just seeing the the common factor, God always brought me back to entertainment and into media. Um, there were times where the workload got really tough. It got a lot, uh, like overwhelming, um, because people don't understand that media is so spiritual. It's, it's supernatural. Um, the enemy is the prince of the air the the entertainment is his it's his field yeah and being stepping into it we're bringing a light into a darkness there is not going to be easy spiritual warfare the enemy attacks your um abilities he attacks your mind all this stuff but i would say center yourself um all of the things that are going on in your mind all of the questions all of the 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 doubts the worries center yourself just relax just take a moment and let's look at the common factor. What can you do um, that will make a difference in this world? Ask God too, what is your will for my life? Um, is it entertainment? Is it um, becoming a doctor? Is it just um, staying in school or just, um, I don't know, working a local job? There's literally ministry and everything, but um, just you gotta slow down for a second. I think. We as people, even in this generation, our mind is racing and we have to relax and seek God, but then also look at the um, the practical. What are you good at? What are you passionate at? What is the top thing on the top list? What are you, um, what impact can you make in this world with what is in your hands at this moment? Um, and if you have that answer, then start there. If not, then honey, you're going to get it. It's just not your time yet. <laughs> You know, Angel, you have such a subtle way of saying some powerful things. Um, what can you oh. do that will make a difference in this world? I'm serious. I'm 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 so mm-hmm. serious. Like, I love that it, it there's a um, it just comes in a in a very genuine way. I know that this mm-hmm. is going to bless people um, just because of your mm-hmm. spirit. And I know the type of people who listen to this show um, are going to um, enjoy hearing your perspective. But that's a powerful question. Mm-hmm. Right. Like. What can you do that will make a difference in this world? And I, I like a couple mm. of things you said. Um, and I know we're just meeting, but I just want you to know, like, I know mm. this was the Lord because there's so many things mm. that you said that is in so much of alignment in what the heart of this show is about wow. and what we've been doing for almost three years now. October 10th wow. is three years. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been going, man. It's, it's such a blessing um, to be able to connect with God's people. But. I love the balance that you speak with. 
You know, mm-hmm. like you, you talk about like the challenges um, as it relates to the industry that you're in. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's important for believers to be aware of that. Like, and, and may, this is the last thing, and I yeah. promise I'll let you go. I just want to <laughs> hear you, like, what would you say? Cause, all right, I'm going to tell you what I see, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, you might d- disagree, and that's fine, because you're closer to it. Maybe I'm seeing it the wrong mm-hmm. way. Um, but I just want you to speak to, like, encouraging Christians in that industry, and here's why. Because a lot of times what I see from believers who are talented and gifted is they think that the only platform or outlet is to go and basically transform into looking and being like the world. Mm. And, you know, that's why I love what you guys are doing at the Win Network and, and any mm. other Christians that I come across, I get so excited. <clears throat> but how would you mm. encourage people who, you know, who know that like, hey, God gave me this gift, but they feel like the only way mm. I could use it is to go and basically use it for the world, um, mm-hmm. how would you encourage or, or what have you seen? Like maybe you have a story or example of someone who's worked with you mm-hmm. guys and maybe never experienced working on a set like that or something. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's not really a question. I'm kind of like leaving it open-ended yeah, in no, this it is. You're good. Okay, so yeah, can you speak on that really <laughs> quickly? Yeah, um, well, I would say it's interesting because um, it's two factors to it. Number one, it depends on if, let's say a talented individual gets signed by someone. Um, you have to be very careful with um, those people that sign you, whether um, it's in your contract or um, just have discernment on um, who they are and let it be known what you will and won't do um, because they will change you. Um, the industry, um, the number one goal is to make money. They don't care too much about you as a person. When they see you, they see your talent, you're a money maker. Um, but if you're going in knowing that you have a, a gift and a message that needs to come across and and that you want to portray, you have to go in letting that be known. Because if you let that be known, then they can tell you from the get go, you're not going to like you're not going to like it. But they're going to say, well, then we're not right for you because they're going to mold you and they're going to shape you into the money making um, talent they know you can be. Um, second, uh, yes, that has happened um, to, to me and my sister, Fair, we work alongside one another. We do red carpets. We do a bunch of um, just different things. Um, she's an influencer. She's amazing. Um, you should interview her next. <laughs> I got you. She's amazing. Yeah, I, I follow her. I don't, I don't think okay. we know each other or haven't, probably haven't interacted. I don't know how we follow each other, but yeah, um, yeah I, I believe I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, but one thing that um, people see is that um, uh, if they see a strong bond with your family, um, the industry, or just anyone um, that is out to to really try to change that, will try to break that. So we've had people like um, just different people that would work close to us, like um, you know, um, publicists or managers and different stuff like that, would try to separate us from our father or from each wow. other and try to have us branch off and do our own thing when that was never the purpose that was never the calling that that um that was placed whether it is in this season um or the next it may be different 10 years from now but for now the the goal and what god placed in us is to be a unit because you're stronger together when two and three are gathered god is in the midst you're stronger together so um they would try to break that and try to change um us but they would like just hit a brick wall because 
you know, we're, we are who we are, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think our, our beliefs were challenged as children um, because we're very, um, we're modest. Um, this, and most people don't, but, uh, or do, but uh, we grew up not wearing pants or makeup um, or colored nail polish or anything like that. So growing up, people tried to change that, but we had to learn to stay firm in what we believed was mm-hmm. to just practice modesty. So maybe that helped going in um, to stand firm in what you believe in the industry. But yeah, you don't have to change. If God is going to place you there, God is going to open up doors that no man can shut. And it doesn't matter what anybody says. He's going to um, be your promoter and push you forward. You ain't got to change. So yeah, I love it. Listen, Angel, when you are a young, wise woman, <laughs> um, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to mm-hmm. come on Inspire Guys, people. This was an honor. Like, I really enjoyed um, talking to you, and I got a mm-hmm. lot of notes and things that I heard back from you. Um, definitely keep mm-hmm. in touch, man. You know, I, you know, yeah. for me, it's a real value to meet other people um, in the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. So, um, yeah, keep in touch. Don't yeah. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, do I have I'll, to tell you a joke to stay friends with you? <laughs> you, you don't. I don't. No, I don't. I, okay, I, I heard the shit. butter. We good. I don't. I don't want to hear what comes after butter. I don't. Know, no. I, what okay. else? You, I don't know what else you got up your sleeve other than butter. I never heard that one though. So that was that was pretty good from that perspective. Um, oh my god. No, but thank thank you so much. Um, I'm yeah. definitely um, I'm definitely looking forward um, to seeing what you and your family, mm-hmm. the Wind Network, um, your brother. I mean, your brother, your dad, your sister. Um, everything you guys have come in and um yeah thank this has been so dope much. so um, much love and god bless god bless you thank you for having me thank you give your lunch to jesus and let him do his work give your lunch to jesus and let him feed his church give it all and let him lead the way but he can't lead the way if we get in the way you do way more than i can ever do go way further than i ever go see way more than i could ever see so i'm trusting you with my legacy you do way more than i could ever do go way further than i ever go you see way more than i could ever see so I'm trusting you with my legacy. Say it, Jesus. Yo, that's it, man. I can't believe Inspire Guys People is three years old, man. Keep us in your prayers. Hopefully, we go for three plus 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 many many more. Hit me up, Jermaine Wilson Music at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of today's show, and please do share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Uh, we three years old. Happy birthday!